5678 Dances Report Podcast. What up, what up, everybody? This is Miss 5678, and you are tuning into the Dancers Report. And I have an awesome dancer, young and thriving, who is a young scholar, a young achiever, and then some. A star uh, in the making, um, a legend that's livid. And um, I just wanted you guys to get the opportunity to meet her and just get, get a, an idea of her journey so far. I have uh, on the podcast today i have jada clark hello 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 hi that was very nice oh thank you (laughs) (laughs) well i mean it's definitely some something that uh our younger crowd need to hear and our older crowd need to hear we need to uh come together as a community a dance community and i think it's important for people to see others in their journey and in their process and um, i'm excited to talk to you today you know Definitely. Yeah, I'm excited too. So the question that I have, um, well, not the question, but we literally start off with a a mood check, a daily check-in. And that looks like basically one thing that made us happy, one thing that made us mad, sad, bothered, or indifferent. I could kick it off for you so that you can kind of get an idea of how we flow. Um, Okay. All right. So one thing that made me happy today was that we are finally out of the election process and, yeah. <laughs> um, and that we were on our way to seeing what the results are, whether they're indifferent or otherwise, at least this process is over. Uh, and now we can go and move forward to what the next steps will be. Um, yeah. One thing that I would say that makes me frustrated is that uh, folks are not during through this pandemic, they're not uh, being com- um, they're not complying with you know wearing a mask and social distancing so we're back to square one here in New England where we are now going back into a sort of semi lockdown and so mm-hmm. kind of it's kind of the cases are going up I've already seen a few people pass away um, and my Uh-oh. you know I'm praying for a lot of the families that have suffered a loss as a result of COVID-19 so that was one thing that sort of made me a little you know bothered or mad would I would I'd pair them up today what was one thing that made you happy today and one thing that made you mad sad bothered or indifferent well one thing that made me happy today not to like be corny or anything but definitely the opportunity to do this just because (laughs) I've been trying to say yes to different things and even though this is something I've never done before I thought what like an exciting addition to my normal day of like just classes and eating and sleeping but this is something (laughs) extra and interesting that I get to do so that's definitely a highlight of today but something that bothered me kind of similar to you in terms of the election just because what especially what you said about people getting lax I just read an email from my school telling people I'm personally home but to the people on campus to not have certain get-togethers with friends at apartments and hotels and stuff and to stay vigilant because I definitely feel that we're starting to get a little too lax. But as much as we all want things to get back to normal, we all have to play our part in that. Just because things look better where we are doesn't mean we can let our guard down and forget about what the reality of the situation is. Exactly. And I don't even think that we should um, deviate from, you know, precautions like we need to be taking the necessary precautions so that we can get through it you know um i don't know any you know anyone other than the u.s that's struggling like the way that we are um you know know, like all the places in europe they sort of are back to normal and have some sense of normalcy going 
Uh, we're, yeah. the, we're the only ones going like, wait a minute, we're not ready, you know. Yeah. So, so it's <laughs> exactly we're supposed to be an example, and I don't think that we are right. You know, so far we're 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 mm -hmm. lacking in that area, so to speak. Yeah. So so for those who don't know you, and as a young aspiring artist and achieving artist and achieving, she's also in college, y'all. So. Peep game. Yes. She, she's not only <laughs> dancing; she's also in college and balancing. Um, who is Jada Clark? Ooh, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, who is she? Honestly, I ask myself that every day. Um, mm -hmm. Jada Clark is a creative individual that constantly feels the need to grow strive to be better and express herself in any way she can. I guess that's why I cling on to dance. So I am a dancer and I've grown up like dancing my whole life, but at the root of it, I've been starting to like explore music more and just other outlets for all that I have up inside of me, especially now during like different changes in the world. I feel like, and being stuck in the house, a lot of us are exploring different layers to ourselves Absolutely. so if you would have asked me earlier on in life I probably just would have been like Jada Clark is a dancer but I'm definitely trying to get to the root of my love for dance so that I can understand why it is I love it so much and just understand myself better as an individual and not just like the dancer but deeper than that that's right I mean you you know there's so many gifts that we're uh gifted and we got to tap into them and share them, you know? Yeah. Um, how did you get, you know, well, obviously we know how you got your name. Your mother gave you that name. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your background in, um, in dance and culturally? So what is your background, um, you know, inversed in dance? Like what, do you, um, what have you studied? What do you uh, gravitate yeah. the most? And what's your cultural background? So for me, I'm, my mother's from Antigua. My, my biological father is Cuban and, and black. Um, basically we black, black, blackity black. <laughs> yeah, same here. It's black, black as far as I can go back. As, <laughs> hey, that's not like a song, no? <laughs> my mom, well, I'm African-American and both my parents are African-American just 100% until further back, until I get the ancestry results. But my <laughs> mother's from New York originally and my father's from Maryland and we live in Maryland now. So mm -hmm. I started dancing at the age of seven in just like a local studio in the basement of a church, just very humble beginnings. But of course it was great training for what I was able to come in contact with at a younger age. It was a lot of modern and ballet. And the teacher at this studio was a high school teacher at one of the performing high schools. So I grew up kind of doing ballet, modern, jazz, tap, hip hop, kind of everything. But the root of it was my mom made me do ballet because she said you weren't allowed to do anything else, hip-hop, unless you had the foundation of ballet. And young Jada probably hated her for it, but older Jada is definitely thankful for that now because that is something that I've continued to use and study. But going into high school with that same teacher was when I started really focusing heavily on ballet and modern just those two strictly because that's all we did at the school and just understanding like dance history and Horton and Graham and just coming up more in that background like during one of those summers in high school I studied at Ailey for the summer intensive and just really thinking that my life was gonna go into that modern dance world mm -hmm. but it was towards the end of high school where I started 
taking different, like, more jazz, more contemporary classes. Yeah. And so senior year, I kind of hit everyone with the 180, like, I'm not going to go to a conservatory or a modern-based program. And I'm in the college I'm at now, Pace University, and my major is commercial dance, hey. which is basically dancing for the camera, the, mm -hmm. just the industry itself separate from the concert dance world. Mm -hmm. So now I'm taking things I've never done before, like jazz, theater dance. I tapped for a little bit freshman year and just really exploring that side of things and just expanding. That's good. That's good. I mean, and, and it's good to, to try all areas of dance, you guys. So when, you, when you're exploring your journey, you're never really going to know what, what is your specialty or what is the best uh, movement that uh, that your body responds to because I know for me, um, mm -hmm. I you know I was into doing hip hop. I was into doing like voguing and you know just like I yeah. wasn't I wasn't that wasn't like what I'm known for any of that stuff. I just like doing it and I like yeah. doing commercial dance. I loved doing um, you know. Every, every exploring every type of dance, and of course the cultural background for me is Caribbean, soca, dance hall, and yeah. um, you know just a lot of calypso type of music, and um, and I naturally moved that way, but I didn't yeah. I didn't focus on it until a couple folks, and I always shout them out: Tony Tucker, Ricardo Foster, and Tariq Campbell, and uh, Kian. Um, they all were. Dancers that I worked with, I uh, were part of teams with, and we're just within our dance community who highlighted. You know, maybe you should explore that, and I'd be like, ah, nah, and then I'd get put uh, <laughs> put in a piece that had Caribbean in it, dance hall in it, and um, and then I would my body would just naturally do it. So that mm -hmm. is what I ended up uh, focusing on the last um, the last these last maybe six years, seven years. Um, eight years I've been really working on m mainly soca and dance hall and Caribbean based music and uh, trying nice. you know so that's but but I, I I commend you for exploring all sorts of types of music and even now like more so now than ever I've uh, started to um, explore liturgical um, more um, I was mm -hmm. running from it for a little bit and then uh, last year before the pandemic um, our ministry at our church was our, our head minister in our uh, dance ministry. Shout out to New Vision. They were, you know, Miss Shauna was like, uh, ma'am, come here. And uh, I was like, what? <laughs> Me? No. Like, you know, and I'm grateful for it. I'm better for it. And I'm glad that I explored that as well because it's um, something that I've been running from and I able I was able to just stand still and allow God to move in that way so um, yeah just exploring all genres now would you um would you say uh what's your your specialty and what's what's that uh what was that influence what's been your biggest influence and what would you c call your specialty I this is definitely I'm definitely at the point in my life where I'm trying to figure this out so that's a, another good question but I would say, style-wise, I fall more into contemporary and jazz, and it's just interesting because I've never been able to put myself in a certain genre box. All I know is that I love music, and that's what influences me to move. Like, we all have our different reasons for dancing, but mm -hmm. I've come to know that mine is very musically influenced. Like, teachers tell me, like, I'm very musical, and that's Regardless of what the class is, if the music is there, mm -hmm. I'm just finding a way to react and fit within that. And I feel like growing up, 
that's kind of why I wanted to start dancing. Like, this is going to sound corny, but, like, boy band choreography. Like, hey, I was man, like listen. Four, but being, like, in sync on my TV or, like, Destiny's Child, like, just people doing choreography yep. in a commercial setting mm-hmm. and making that type of music that makes you want to move, even though I've transformed it and I'm learning, like, technique and modern and stuff to go behind it and back it up. But at the root of it, that type of music that just makes you want to move yeah. is definitely my style of dancing so you like the musicalities and the hits yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and and you Dance know what just, it's, it's just visual music honestly it, it is me. it is and people respond to what they remember you know mm-hmm. what i mean so so you know if there's i know for me that's something that's uh musicality in terms of dance and how we interpret it and how we remember it is something that is like a, a blind guide for me. So like mm-hmm. I'm gonna remember certain parts of the song. Like so for example, I just finished teaching my students. Um, we're doing a YouTube club, right? So yeah. we're I'm showing them um, muscle memory and how to remember and how long it takes. When we worked in video game design, uh, doing motion capture, one thing that we we learned uh, we had to learn is how long it takes for someone to pick up one movement, even if it's a step and a clap or side mm. side steps and claps. It takes, and that's what I was teaching my students today, it takes four to six eight counts in order for a person to pick up a side step and a clap together because it's hard wow. for them to do it together. And, it's, and, and if you have a group of people, it takes six to eight eight counts for everybody to move in unison. So that type of thing, and that's your muscles remembering what you're supposed to do. So you, when you add musicality on the top of it, so we were doing a Michael Jackson day, right? So mm-hmm. as soon as it was, um, you know, PYT, you know, or beat it, when he's like, mm, all those things make a difference. Yeah. You'll remember it. I'm I'm 40-something right now, right? And I always <laughs> remember right when it happens, just before it happens, that dun, 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 mm, like, you know? It resonates with you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so you remember uh, the musicality parts. You always remember what you heard, you know? So that's mm-hmm. important. That's, that's, that's relevant to now, you know? Um, especially the way the dance is, you know, if you ever look at, um, what's his name, Kid? Uh, oh, my God, I forgot his name. Oh, my God. Um, you, I'll give you another example. Um, what's the name? Who is part of Rhythm City? Uh, let's see. We have Goose. We got um, uh, Paris Goebel. We have, like, oh, you, yes. know, you know, Matt Stefina. That's musicality right Exa- there. <laughs> exactly. She plays on that very well. And yeah. so does so does Chachi. So does uh, mm-hmm. you know. It's, uh, there's a, just a bunch of kids that do it. A bunch of artists. A bunch of dancers that do it. Um, who make sure that they do that. They play on the musicality. So, um, but I want to know also for you um, because this is a business, and we think that it's not because we love it, but it is. Um, and yeah. in this in this world of dance, um, what's your favorite part of the business? especially in the dance scene that we're in, um, is it, mm. you know, what, what, what's your favorite part of it? My favorite part of the business, that, hmm, let me think, because like you said, I feel like we do, like, romanticize, like, the art part of it, mm-hmm. and, like, just, but it is a business, at the end, and I'm, like, learning, that's what my major is, to learn about the business side of it. Um, I'd have to say that 
the ability to work with people mm-hmm. and have not only their moves but their knowledge passed on to you, yeah. I think is my favorite part. It's something that I haven't done too much of since I'm still in school, but I'm even getting it from my teachers and knowing, like, when I go out into the world booking certain jobs or working with some certain people, it's just a constant flow of knowledge from years and years beyond of what you're seeing, but it's concepts that still resonate with people today. Like, it still makes sense. I feel like we're all trying to create something new, especially in the business of it. You don't want to repeat or copy anybody. You want to be the new person creating something that no one's seen before. But the truth of it is, there's nothing new under the sun. And the the things that feel new to us, they aren't, but they're just different interpretations of something that we're all familiar with. That's why we're like, gravitating toward it so much so I definitely think my favorite part is the opportunity to learn from Mm -hmm. and then keep passing that it's like a constant flow of information and knowledge being passed down within the different jobs you do and you know the coolest thing about that is the coolest part so so to to piggyback on you on that um the my favorite part of the business is the creative uh, direction, the artistic direction of it all. So for example, when I get like a client that says, Hey, can you do a flash mob? Absolutely. I've, I've been able to build great relations with a lot of different creatives and a lot of different dancers and choreographers where I could come together with, you know, 10 of them, five of them, seven of them, 20 of them, a hundred of them. And we put our heads together and we come up with the creative processes where everybody's um, input is instilled in this creative, um, you know, deliverance or this production. Yeah. And I love that because we, when we do that, it's like we're putting together something that's going to be like unique, but you know, even though it's been done before, but we, you know, what I like doing is the most relaxed and easygoing, um, productions that look like, Oh my yeah. God. I want to do that. Um, the, the, yeah. the intention behind it is is to inspire whoever's watching and wherever they are. So if they're not a dancer, Definitely. they're inspired at whatever work they want to do. And then that creative, whatever they're seeing creatively come out of us, inspires whatever gift they have. That's the part that I love is the artistic direction in it. Um, yeah, and, and in that you get to... The creative part of it is so great because you're literally making something in your head a reality. Mm -hmm. I think that's another part. That's my favorite part where you just have this abstract idea, like how you said someone gives you do a flash mob and you start to see it in your head already. And something that was not real before, you can actually make physical and it's there in front of you. I feel like that's a full circle moment where you can actually make your ideas reality. The, the cool, you know, that's so crazy because I was just um, talking to um, my beau, my love, um, uh, and he, we, we talked about, um, so today was like I, I just had a reflection of around this time last year I was preparing for something incredible, um, and I didn't know that it was, I was going to be, you know, uh, experiencing it. So it was two things. One thing was working with my artist, MKX, um, and we were preparing. And my, one of my sisters and favorite uh, dancers, Kimmy Tremlett, um, we danced together f- with this artist. And um, my other sister was able to come to this showcase that we did in L.A., and uh, we were preparing for it, but we didn't know how great it was going to be. We just knew it was going to be a dope show. And then 
in the process of that, my my then best friend and now boyfriend, um, you know, just talking to him and talking through the process, just that entire unit, and he's been a part of the process of me developing this artist from day one. It just mm. all together, it came full circle when we got out there. Before we went, even got out there, we, you know, obviously we prayed it down before we went. And then when, when we were out there, prayed it, you know, prayed over it, practiced and got prepared. And there wasn't a worry or a concern. We just knew that we were about to do something dope. And yeah. when we got to the to the show the next day and it was time to do the show, mind you, we were having a blast in L.A. already. And then we got to do the show. Now we realized that we're in a place where you got um, Lenny Kravitz, you got Blondie, you got, Ooh. you know, um, Gwyneth Stefani, you got... Um, Guns N' Roses, you got uh, Motley Crue, um, Axl Rose, anybody that was in the the the, the rock world, or yeah. who was iconic in music. They were there. That's their, their, that's the place you go to, you know, um, to start your career. Just like if you go to Apollo in New York, or you go to BB Kings in New York, or you go to certain places. You know, this was that place for rock artists and uh, rock bands to get their jump start. If you got asked to perform there, you were asked to do something iconic, you know. So so we got to perform in that stage, and it was full circle for the artist because the last time he was there, he was a kid. And he's a, mm-hmm. he's a, an adult, you know, finishing up college, and he's a student artist. Like, you know what I mean? So it was so dope to actually yeah. get on that stage with him. And the show we put together and put on was so incredible that um, it was hard to top any show thereafter. Like, we were like, all right, we need to perform like this every time, you know? <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then we were, when we were done... The experience coming back is just like, you know what? It was just all love. And like, and then also just, you know, falling in love. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. all of it was just one of those, I got to reflect on it. Like, this was a great experience. Um, and the part of the business that, that you say, okay, well, we, we thought about this two years ago. And now we're actually on stages where, you know, people who are now iconic, are performing, have performed, and we got to do it too. And then I got it's to have crazy. everybody around me that's part of my team, and and then some. And it was just love, you know what I mean? So yeah, you know, so it was just that's pretty, amazing. Yeah, so just when I hear you say like, you know, um, creating and building relations, and then being able to uh, share it, recycle it, and con- show your comprehension behind it by. Um, duplicating it according to what your style is and what your uh, gift is, you know, um, what, what's your favorite place to be? Now, this is a tricky one. Is it, the okay. st- <laughs> is that, is it the stage auditions, rehearsals, a show? Um, do you like, you know, the money that it comes, you know, that it brings? Do you like the artists? Uh, do you like, the relationships you have with people or do you like the locations that you're in? What's your favorite place to be in that, in, mm. in, in, uh, in business, in the day? Yeah, world? that's a loaded one. Hmm. <laughs> Cause first you had locations and then you started listing people and I'm like, Oh, people are places. Yes. So let me think. <laughs> well, I will okay. say this to make your, to make it a little bit easier on answering. Uh, my favorite place to be uh, is the stage and, and shows I, I guess I could tie tour shows the touring and shows and stage I love it that's my favorite mm-hmm. the gigs like I love that 
I'd have to say my favorite place. I, I do love the show aspect of it because there's, like, that's the genuine magic part of it that you won't be able to get back. Like, it's there and then it's gone for a split second, and the only people who have it were the people who were there doing it and yep. the people who were there to see it <laughs> in those few minutes. So I think that's definitely the most, like, magical part of it. But I feel like I think the rehearsal process, and this can vary depending on who you're rehearsing with, yeah. but me personally, I think the reason why – the current climate of me like dancing through zoom isn't as fulfilling because there's nothing like being in that room mm -hmm. with other people who have the same heart, the same goal to just get this done that we're the thing we're currently working on. And they're committing their bodies, minds and souls to this current project that we're working on. Just being in a room with like-minded individuals who care just as much about this thing that you care about and you're all working together for the same goal because I feel like the better that that rehearsal process goes the more fulfilling that performance three-second magic is when you can have a process to go along with it it's kind of the corny thing like it's not about the destination it's the journey I feel like that's why that's my favorite part I agree I agree now in in uh your favorite place and part you know a place to be um and favorite part of the business right um Who's your favorite artist that just uh, ignites you and, and like lights, highlights and shines you and gets gets you going, like in dance? Who's the, your favorite artist? As in dancer or like musical artist like, to dance so to? So like to, to dance to, yeah. Like who gets to you like if it, if, it, if it were, or even a genre? Hmm. See, yeah, genre is hard because I listen to, Every music under the sun, me rock, too. contemporary, me. alternative, <laughs> musical theater gets me going. Like it's just <laughs> all over the place. It's so, really like, impossible. so for example, if you had to show the our our listeners today, or if we were visual and we had, we were online and we had to show our our listeners, uh, what song would you tell me to play? What artist would you tell me to play so you could get busy? I would tell you to play anything Tame Impala, probably. Hey. Uh, people probably don't know who that is, but they're, they're just, their music is so layered and multifaceted that I feel like when different people hear it, you'll pick up on different things. And that's another thing I love to like, you have the one piece of music, but you can go so many different places physically. Like you can bring it slow. It can be quick here, strong here, just really messing around with that musicality, like I said before, and just layering your body like the music's layered. Hey, now, now if I, if you said Chanel, we're going to put this song on and we you gonna go we we want you to go ham. It would definitely be anything soca like and a specific kind of soca yeah. too. There's a specific and there's an afrobeat like Tiwa Savage I'm into right now. She's dope. Um Dangerous Love is one of my favorite songs right now. Um I would say Sean Paul like he you just get busy to him like his old stuff like um and uh I would say um Let's see. Oh, man. Bungie. Uh, let's see. Oh, man, there's so many different, like, soca artists. But I would say dance hall, soca, or Afrobeat would be where I would probably yeah. want to lay into. Um, for, for And I thought of another one, though. <laughs> who, who, who's another artist? Kate Trinata, like that. Oh, yeah, she's a saying, beast. Like, the Afrobeat type, but I was thinking of, like, what's got that, like, heartbeat that makes me just kind of, like, drop low for a second. Yep. All of their stuff. 
Yep. For sure. Yep, I agree. I agree for sure. That's on the playlist. <laughs> yeah, we're we're making this playlist. <laughs> now, 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 during this whole course, we you know we we talk about all the 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 build up the 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 structure, the teaching, the learning, uh, and places we love and the music we like to listen to. What's been a struggle uh, in this in your dance journey so far? What's been one of the things that you struggle? Uh, with that you are overcoming or learning to overcome? I think one of the main things I struggle with, and this is, it manifests itself more strongly in dance since that's the main thing I do, but it's kind of an overarching theme in my life, just as everyone else it is, um, over-criticizing myself yeah. and just never being satisfied and allowing like myself to breathe or be happy with the things that I've done. And I think the root of it, though, was, not necessarily comparison to other people in a place of um, wanting to look like anyone else, but just seeing what they're able to create and wanting to push myself to that point where I have, I'm able to do something like that or just really express myself in that way. Mm -hmm. But I think I've become better at this because I've started really sitting, I'm at home sitting with myself and just, Yep. I'm dancing alone. Even though I'm still doing my classes online, I can see, like, my classmates through a screen. But all I have is me. That's right. So there's no looking at the person next to me and trying to mimic or compare myself to them. It's just a very internal experience that I've been having. So I feel like that I'm able to benefit more because I'm focusing on the work that I'm putting in. And the only person I have to compete with is myself. Yeah. And I'm most satisfied at the end of the day, because I know I worked as hard as I could. And you still want to push yourself in comparison to the other people around you, but at the end of the day, when you focus on yourself, it naturally happens that way, that you're able to build and grow with mm -hmm. the people around you as opposed to it becomes a collective thing and not a competition. Yeah. Now, now I will say this to anybody who has that same t sort of struggle, and this is just, uh, um, you know, advice, because I've, I've, I've also been there. And just in learning and in passing and in just uh, being being a person who's gone through um, a dance um, and the entertainment music business as a singer, a, a dancer, and a choreographer, and wanting to be, you know, you know, in the industry, um, I had to learn that I don't need to be the star, right? Um, yeah. And I also had to learn what God was trying to show me. Um, what my purpose is, right? Um, I I get artists, I get dancers who come my way, and a lot of the times they would come for direction or when they're in transition to the next level of their business or their their next step, right? And somehow they would God would cross my path with them, or they would gravitate to me. And before, when I was younger, I was like, man, I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> And I'd yeah. be like, I don't want to, I don't want to develop nobody. I don't want to do that. I want to be an artist. I'm a, I'm a singer. I'm a dancer. I want to do those things. I don't want to be focused on other people. And I want to focus on myself. And, and then it took, you know, some growing and really like it literally would be a lot of dancers, a lot of dance crews who would come to come to me or call me for that guidance. And I was like, why do I always get this? And then one day it dawned on me and, um, you know, I didn't know it then, but I know it now, is that you get that because that's what you do is you help to develop, and that's your job, is you help yeah. you help develop 
where I want them to go next, you know? And that is, yeah. your, that is your purpose, is helping people see who they are, see who they are going to become, and you're helping them get there. That's your job. So when I, when I hear anyone say being their own worst critic, you know, criticism or crit, a person who criticizes themselves or even holds themselves, um, you know, like, you know, to a standard, absolutely that's something that's a great thing because it, it, there's a pro to it and there's a con to it. The pro part of Definitely. it is you're always going to be working on the best part of you if you mm-hmm. hold yourself to a standard, right? And you, you want to see yourself grow. But the con part is, is when you trick yourself into thinking that you need to be where everybody else is at. No. You need to be wherever you are and where yeah. you're headed. And as long as you know what you're inspired by and where you want to go, then you're always going to be looking to grow in that area. So don't worry about what everybody else is doing around you. Worry about whether you're or not you're hitting your goals, and that's yeah. and that won't even be a focus like that anymore. So, from what I saw online, listen, <laughs> you you ain't got much work that you have to be doing, and and, I know, and 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 that's coming from a very a person who trains dancers, and I don't even have all the technique that you have, but I develop dancers and artists all the time. And it's almost like if they had an A&R for dancers, I would be able to do that job. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can yeah. always see where a star is going and where they're headed and where what resources they need around them. And what I told um, D is that, you know, Jade is a beast. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how much more she she's in she's I mean I don't know where you I think you at the time you might have been either in Maryland or you might have been in Jersey or something like that and I don't know where you are I'm like she need to be in New York or LA or London <laughs> or Atlanta those are the places that I would tell her to go you know and then I was just thinking in the beginning of this call that you and I I'm like I can't wait to get in a position to work with you on a project because yeah. I already know what kind of fire it's going to be, you know? So, yeah. Um, but I, I really, I really think that, um, you know, people who are aspiring to be, um, when you, when we ask that question about what is your biggest struggle, um, think of it not as the struggle, but think of it as the positive. That's a, that's a growing, a growing thing. That's going to be an ever, a ever changing thing. So, I don't look at it in a negative way. I look at it more like, what what am I doing to expand? You know? Um, yeah, all a hundred percent. What are um, what are your, you know, what's what's up and coming for you that people can stay connected to and look out for? Well, next semester for school, I'm going to be heading out to LA. So that hey. when you said Jada should be in LA, Jada, I was like, oh, okay. That's well. confirmation. That's a confirmation. I didn't even know yeah, that. that's where I'm headed. But that, so as far as, like, anything to look for, I, as of now, nothing, like, that's being, like, currently worked on. I'm such an impulsive person in terms of when I do create. It's never something that has been heavy labored over or thought about in advance in terms of when I want to share stuff, especially, like, social media, although I haven't been doing too much on mm-hmm. social media just because I think that's another aspect that, 
the dance realm should probably like step back from and really get to the root of why we're doing it instead of like followers and likes and stuff like that. Exactly. But that's another conversation for another oh, yeah. day. Oh yeah, for but. sure. Well, we gonna talk about that too. Not not we'll here, not here. But we gonna we gonna get we gonna get that together too. I got a whole panel ready for that. Um, that's a yes, loaded. No, uh, yes, panel. You know, um, but okay. So now the next um, question I have for you is uh, pandemic related. Um, most mm. of us are experiencing, you know, the woe of it, right? Um, it's very heavy laden, it's very stressful, it's very um, sad, um, and it's yeah. chaotic, right? Um, and in all of that, what I am asking everybody that I'm encountering, um, during this pandemic, what are you most grateful for? That's the first question. And the second question is, what has the pandemic done for you rather than to you? Mm. That's good. Well, the first one, the was it the pro or like the thing that I'm grateful for yeah. in the pandemic? Yeah. I think that was what you said. Yeah, what's your Family, opinion? 100%. And I know at the beginning of it, I feel like a lot of us weren't in as fortunate of a position to be at home with our families, but I'm hoping more and more of us got reconnected and back home as, and just really safe and with our families. But Agreed. It's, Agreed been showing me that the people you surround yourself with that's literally one of the most important things in life I feel like a lot of us shocked because we're not around maybe our friends or like people who we equate with being the best parts of us but me being in my home around my mom dad brother sister I'm like this is kind of all I need right here I still miss being out but at the root of who I am they have me and they ground me and allow me to still be who I am, but wanting to push me to grow still. So it's like a comfort, but also an inspiration right in front of me. That's dope. I mean, I would say this, like, I have to say hands down, my tribe, my tribe, my tribe. Yes. What up, what up, what up to the tribe? They know who they are. I mean, uh, (laughs) you know, D-Tune, he knows he's the bomb.com. Kimmy Tremlett, Steph, my sister, T.T., Tita, my daughter, Amia Zoe, my, my nephew, Bobby Chulo, my madre, like, you know, um, just uh, the whole New Vision ministry. Like, there's so many different people I could name that, I mean, this dance community, um, there's been some that I've been a little bit like, where you at? But then there's been folks who have tapped in and stayed connected, and the most important relationship that I think I'm grateful for is the relationship with um, my Abba, my Jesus Mm. Christ, Lord and Savior, because my relationship with God didn't determine whether or not I was at Morning Star, you know, or at our church. Um, My relationship with God got strengthened. um, Yeah. And it also strengthened, um, you know, how I look at, you know, my walk, you know, and how I can inspire others without it me shoving, you know, um, religion down their throat. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, yeah. But definitely. I would say my tribe and uh, my relationship with God. Um, but I do want to know um, how we can stay connected to you. Um, is there a social media? Is there a website? Is there an email? Is there a, you know, a, a, a light post in Maryland that you're in? <laughs> studio, I mean, you know, uh, how can we stay connected to you and watch your journey? Well, the and main support way your journey. 
Yes, support, 100%. We love support. But the main way is probably going to be through Instagram. And my Instagram is underscore Jada Tron. Hey. My name J-A-D-A, Tron like Megatron, T-R-O-N. Yes. It has no significance. It just ended up being my Instagram one day. Oh, I mean, but, yeah, and if you need to reach me further than that, I'm pretty, like, in my DMs. I'd be. <laughs> okay. Don't be DMing her. Be, Don't be DMing, DMing her some foolishness or the folly. We want nothing. Yeah, but, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We want short, <laughs> short things, all right? Yeah, serious inquiries <laughs> only. Right. <laughs> and all love and positivity please exactly and then that's 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 a definite for you for sure um are you doing what you love yes 100 percent. and the last question but not the least um what is your mes- message you want to leave with everyone the message i want to leave with everyone is just to whatever it is that you do if that's dance great if it's not whatever it is you know what i'm talking about when i say it that you do keep doing it Even when it seems like it's small compared to the bigness of the world and things that are going on, you may not feel like you're making an impact or a change or a difference. Don't worry about that. While you have the time here living and breathing, keep doing whatever it is that you do. Hey, now you heard her. Keep doing it. Yeah, that's a T-shirt right there. Hashtag J. Yeah, said, do it. Just do it. Just keep doing it. Keep doing it. (laughs) And um, and we'll 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 fix the swoosh. It might be like a leg lift or something. I don't know. Yes, Um, a No, I think this. I think you're amazing. And my 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 uh, encouragement and supportive words to you would be. You keep doing it, and and it will inspire our younger people to continue doing it. Because even though you may not be in your thirties and this and that, and the thirty, it, you know, that don't have nothing to do with it. It is your 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 maturity in the 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 craft, in the gift. Yeah. So, and that is what people are going to be inspired by is that there's a maturity, because um, dance has no age. Music has nope. no age. So, Not at all. You know, uh, so I think that that's the coolest thing about you is that you are young and thriving and you have not even close to touch the the thread of what you're going to become. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo. Yeah. And um, shout out to your mom, too, for creating a, yes. dope, a dope record. Mom. <laughs> she, she has not, no idea that her song is on repeat. In every place I walk, yeah, and it's really absolutely. <laughs> she has no idea. You know, I didn't even. I mean, I I know of her, but like it wasn't. It like as soon as D put um he put up you know her record, I'm like what? I went to go listen to that. I was like hold hold up, and you know <laughs> I got two things happened. There was a conviction in in it. I want God and 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 all of those things that encompass the lyrics. And then, yes. then there was an inspiration to it that, you know, it was like I could hear him saying these things in, through her lyrics. And I'm like, oh, man, this was the perfect time, the, the now song, and this is the anthem. So shout out to your mom, Miss Marrett. Yes. Miss Maretta Clark, yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, we uh, appreciate you. Uh, we appreciate her for having you. And um, I appreciate, shout out to D-Tune for even connecting the dots. And, yes. um, and I wish you well. I wish you um, prosperity. I wish you success in all that you do. May you continue being a blessing to everywhere you plant your feet. 
And, thank you. Um, when thank you hit you. LA, they don't know what they're about to get, but yeah, you know. But there's some folks <laughs> out there that, I'm, <laughs> yo, serious. And then there's some folks I want you to link up with that would I think would be a dope collaboration. Um, so when we get offline at some point, I'm gonna want to I want to uh, try to connect y'all too because I think it would be dope. But um, yeah. you guys hear heard it. This is uh, we're approaching the the next season for Dancers Report in. Um, we were happy and grateful to have Miss Jada Clark on here. Y'all stay tuned to her, stay connected to her movement and her journey, and um, we wish you well. Hey. Thank you, you so much you for this. Thank it. you. You got it. Man, That that is awesome. You awesome, awesome, awesome. Miss 5678 Dances Report Podcast.